Disclaimer, this presentation isn't made for shock factor. Please be aware that it contains graphic descriptions of crimes against children and multiple murders. This also contains sexual content. Discretion is advised. The trail had gone completely cold and since 1991, many years had passed without any of the BTK killer's killings. Police had not only stopped looking, but the media and public had largely forgotten what had happened to begin with. Young people around the world had no idea that these crimes had occurred, though it is certainly not a unique thing, in any time period, it was just so long ago, even parents stopped mentioning it to their now adult children. Technology had advanced, of course, and it is only when cold case investigators were looking through old files, that they came across the infamous case of the BTK killer. They knew the only thing stopping them finding the killer, was in their forensic lab, now it had been created. It was 2005 after all, not the middle of the 1970s anymore. Dennis had laid low so long, yet maintained contact with several investigators and members of the media, where they did anything they could, they make him feel as if he was in control. Police had to make Dennis believe that he would never be captured, he was going about his life as a director of a church, his life meant something to many people. Surely someone like Dennis could never be the BTK killer, he was a family man, loving husband and father. Dennis slipped up though, he decided he could trust the police and he sent them a floppy disk of information, rather than sending letters he knew could be traced these days. What he didn't know, was that the FBI have technology and staff trained, in finding the metadata created, when files are made on a device, or stored within a disk or CD. Dennis did not know that his floppy disk revealed far more than he was aware of, and that they were zoning it on their guy, finally, after so long. In the metadata, it was revealed a user by the name of Dennis had saved the document and they knew now, the male who drove a black Jeep Cherokee, was a male called Dennis. He came from the Wichita, or Park City area and attended the Christ Lutheran Church, in Wichita. Investigators then looked up the Christ Lutheran Church website, where it was revealed to them, the director of the church, was a man called Dennis Rader. They finally had their man. After so many years of shock, horror, and searching, the fun and games of the BTK killer were over. That same day, Dennis was arrested, a old, fat man now, where he was pretty compliant with the police, he just put his hands up and went in with them, knowing what they were there for. In court, he openly admitted all of his crimes, in graphic detail, almost relishing every word, as hordes of people globally, sat in shock and disgust that this man, or any man, could do what he was saying that he enjoyed doing, for sexual pleasure. There is no telling why he attacked and killed Mr. Otero, or his son, as well as all of the females, or what satisfaction he gained from taking these lives, however, it is believed that he enjoyed the process, sexually, regardless of age, or gender. The fear and control was enticing and exciting to him. He kept memories of his crimes, in the form of ladies' clothes, having been stealing those since childhood, as well as the photographs he took of himself, and of his victims. It was still baffling to many why he chose the name BTK Killer, or for what reason he did what he did, if any, besides he wanted to selfishly express his sexuality in such ways, just for the sake of enjoyment, of his own. He did not wrap up all of his victims, as it may thought, this was at first, the way he wanted to do things, but his age and weight were no help to him in this, he had to settle with whatever means he could, to hold and choke the life out of his victims. Ordinarily, he would have received only one sentence, that of death, for his crimes, which would certainly make many people feel a lot safer and that justice had been done. In this case, due to the death penalty not being legal at the time of the crimes, or conviction, he now was not eligible for this punishment. This pissed people off and they were baying for his blood. 
Dennis was sentenced to a total of 10 life sentences, or 175 years in prison. He would die, or perhaps be slain in prison, however, to this day, is still alive, he accepts fan mail, and is El Dorado Correctional Facility, if you wish to say anything to him, he is there. He gets one hour out of his cell, per day, five days a week, for exercise and to clean himself, the rest of the time, he is sat alone, in silence, making artworks and poetry, as well as writing to his fans. What do you think, was his sentence enough? What do you think was his motive? Was he just sick, or selfish, or both? Did you notice anything, or know anything I haven't picked up on in my research? If so let me know, I would be happy to hear from you.